Jesus said, if you hold to my teachings, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. I'm your host, Kim Arnold, and welcome to Truth Love, where we discuss life's issues and the truth of God's word and love without judgment or condemnation. Good afternoon, everybody, or as I always say, good morning, evening, or whatever time it is for you. I just hope that it's good. Hey, last week I spoke to Wilda and I had incredible feedback uh, from that episode. I got text messages, I got messages through my website of people that really enjoyed it, even in my analytics um, showing the, the viewership of the video that was on Facebook was absolutely incredible. And so in that particular episode, I had mentioned uh, Wilda's daughter. I did not say her name. Her name is Hajia. And I had just mentioned what a wonderful young lady that uh, Hajia has grown up to be. I have known her since birth. And uh, she is, in fact, just a wonderful, wonderful person. So what I want to do is I want to recap a couple of things that uh, Wilda had spoken of. She was talking about, you know, that she was a mom and she felt inadequate to teach her daughter. So, you know, she began to look towards God into the scriptures. You know, she all of a sudden realized that she had a life that she was in charge, or as she puts it, I had a soul that I was in charge of raising. So she talked about uh, trying to reconnect uh, with the word of God, right? And then uh, she talked about uh, that her quest, and we talked about some of the similarities that her and I had in terms of the institutionalized religion that we had received as young kids while we were very glad for that foundation, how as adults we then had to grow into our own trust and faith in Jesus Christ, right? And I love what Wilda summed up at the end, she said, you know, the Lord for her was a safe place. Um, She talked about the blood of Jesus. She talked about uh, the church doors being closed due to a pandemic. So she realized that he was close all the time. And so we just had a great uh, conversation about that. Um, And one of the things I also love, she said, you know, his love is so intentional and that he must be worshiped in spirit and in truth. So that's kind of a recap of what uh, Wilda had talked about last year, last week rather, in the episode of falling in love with Jesus during a pandemic. So now fast forward to the day, I've got her daughter on, her name is Hajia. And, you know, Wilda was married uh, for a while and, and then divorced. So she ended up being a single mom. So Hajia was raised for the most part, by her mom in a single parent house. I love that Hajia went to, uh, lived in D.C., went to D.C. public schools, shout out for D.C. public schools. And then she went on to go to school at an Ivy League school, Dartmouth, and she got a degree in economics. Now, for me personally, that I don't know. I don't know about anybody else out there, but, you know, economics, a degree in that is a major milestone because maybe it just confuses the heck out of me, right, if I'm, if I'm being honest. But she left there, worked for a while out uh, on the West Coast, 
And then she decided, now I'm going to go get my MBA and went to Wharton. And now she is, um, I'm going to let her tell you what she does. So I've got Haji on the line. Are you with me? I am. Okay. Hey, so thank you so much for joining me today. So you can just tell people, our viewers, what is it that you do today after leaving uh, high school, going and getting your undergrad, and then an MBA at Wharton, what are you now doing? Yeah, so um, after business school, my career took a few turns in that um, I was a management consultant for a few years after business school and then left to um, run digital marketing and an e-commerce team um, at a telecommunications company. And now I run um, an acquisitions marketing team for a consumer bank. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. See, I told you, you guys, she was awesome, right? Uh, Awesome, (laughs) not just in the uh, the corporate field, but as a person. And Haji, I didn't share this with you, but I title every episode. So uh, you'll understand it as we get through the whole episode. The title of this episode is called, Who is Your God? Right? Oh, wow. Yeah. Who is your God? And um, so I'm going to just start off with a with the first question. I want you to tell tell us about your childhood and your understanding and your introduction to church, God, Christ, etc. Sure. Yeah. So um, it's so interesting. So I think for a little bit more context, my dad is you know, originally from Egypt and is Muslim. And as I think all the listeners know, my mom is Christian. And so, um, although I grew up in a, officially a single parent household, my dad was very much involved and, mm-hmm. um, there, you know, I, I have come to understand as an adult that my parents had somewhat of an agreement to say, let us individually share our religion with our daughter and let her decide. And so growing up, I had, you know, opportunities to go with my dad and his family to the mosque and see and hear how they prayed. Uh, I went to uh, what they would call Arabic school, where they would teach reading and writing in Arabic. But there was also a heavy influence on the religious side where they would also teach the students how to pray. And then on the flip side, on Sundays, you know, my mom would take me to church. So, um, well, you definitely had, yes, eclectic, eclectic, eclectic. (laughs) Yes. 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 Lots of, lots of, um, stimuli, so to speak. Um, but, 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 but the cool thing about that upbringing is that, um, in either, on either side, there was just such a deep love of God Mm -hmm. that regardless of what I chose, like what path I chose to, to go down, I had an unequivocal um, love of God and understanding of his, you know, omnipresence and omniscience. So, um, so despite that potentially being a little confusing for someone so young, that is what was most clear to me. Okay. All right. And I want to, I want to ask you this too. So, and we're, I'm going to get into that some more in terms of, cause I want our listeners to understand, um, Really, I'm going to talk about, Hajia, some of the differences between the Christian faith and the Muslim faith, right? And I wanted to do that because sometimes people just don't know, um, you know, and I'm only, I've only got about three different things that I want to 
to, to talk about. But as we get it further in the conversation, I want to bring that up. And I do understand that um, you were surprised uh, when we talked anyways, you said, yeah, I was surprised that you were surprised that your mom felt uh, inadequate, you know, in her biblical knowledge to impart to you um, a Christian foundation. So tell me your thoughts around that. Yeah, a couple thoughts around that. I think the first is that, you know, she invested so heavily in my um, understanding of God so early on mm. in, in life. Not only, you know, I, I, I will never forget my beginner's Bible. <laughs> with mm. Lots of pictures and some of the basic stories of the Bible that I absolutely loved. And I think she gave it to me at maybe five or six years old. And then um, we were very consistent about going to church and I had an incredible Sunday school teacher, uh, Mrs. St. Holder. I will never forget her. And she really um, was so foundational to my understanding of God and what it really means to build a relationship with God. I think more than just teaching us, you know, stories in the Bible, she was very focused on even us as like, six-year-old and seven-year-old kids having a regular prayer life, um, which is something that was incredible. And and it's not for my mom's investment in, in us, you know, regularly going to church. I wouldn't have had that, that foundation for sure. Yeah, no, now that's Um, incredible. That's, and I didn't mean to cut you off. So if you've got something else to say there, please go ahead. The, the only, the only other add to that was I, and really why I was surprised or, yeah, surprised to hear my mom say that was because I too have felt and feel inadequate in my own understanding of the Bible and of the word. Uh. And, you know, have since, you know, attempted to invest a ton in my own studies, finding a home church, learning, you know, investing in Bible studies in the same way. So um, I just found it interesting that we have had somewhat parallel in some ways, um, spiritual journeys that I didn't even realize. Wow. Okay. So that, that is good. And that's why, you know what, you're not, uh, Hajia, the only one. It's what you said, you know, sometimes we feel inadequate in our own foundation, right? So we start to make, uh, you know, or should anyways, right? Make investments in time to study and find out who God really is. And if just so people on the other side of this microphone know, as well for myself, I, I not only took the time to find out who the Lord was, but I wanted to know, you know, some of the other, you know, quote unquote, and I say this with a small G, gods that were out there. And I say that with a small G because if you're a Christian and you believe that, you know, there is only one God and Jesus is the son of God, right? That that's, that you would put a small G in front of that. But but, you know, I wanted to know about other um, religions as well, um, just because I wanted to know other things. But, you know, when I got to a full understanding in my young age, I understood that Jesus Christ, he made himself real to me. You know, like your mom said, you know, last week about falling in love during the pandemic. You know what I mean? So I find mm-hmm. that to be interesting. So tell me this. Tell me now about 
So that's childhood, right? So you have this uh, Sunday school teacher who's actually taught you to pray. Um, tell me what happened, Hajia, during your high school and then in your college years. And in and, 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 uh, reference to where did you go from there, right? And I, I want to be clear, too. I'm always clear to our listeners. And we, I always call this a judgment-free zone because it is, right? It's... I have no judgment here. I love having different people on with different perspectives. So I want to know what your perspective is um, as a college student, Hajia, or um, high school, college, in reference to God versus Jesus Christ, et cetera. How do you, where were you at in that quest during those years? Yeah, I think um, something I was actually reflecting on before we um you know, a couple of days after we spoke was just, um, how I, like, what was the impetus for my decision, my eventual decision in high school to, um, really invest in my Christian faith and go down that path versus, mm-hmm. um, going down the path that my dad wanted me to take and be a Muslim. And one of the, the biggest things that, stood out for me was when I was actually in elementary school, like right at the cusp of going to junior high, I experienced for maybe three years, um, like very heavy bullying in school mm. um, to the point that there were times where I was not sure about my physical safety, Wow. Um, let alone like, you know, some of the emotional components of that. And like I exercised a lot of what I learned in uh, Sunday school around prayer. And um, I felt like that was one of the deepest connections I had to God in those moments because it was, um, it was rough. Wow. And so like getting through that um, time just reaffirmed how real and faithful God is. And so, um, I think, you know, going into my high school years and frankly, I didn't invest a ton in, um, you know, Bible study and whatnot mm-hmm. in my high school years, but I very much kept up my prayer life and I got to a place where I just knew like I needed to go down the path of, of being a more devoted Christian. And so I shared that with my dad and, uh, he was not very happy, yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> to say the least, he, um, I mean, he named me after his mom, who has a very Muslim name. So, you know, he was upset about that and me kind of shirking his culture and religion. But it's, it's something that I knew I had to stay firm on and um, something that I knew I had to decide for myself and not decide for the happiness of anyone else, even my dad. So, well, amen. Um, yeah, it, it was it was it was a challenge, but it's it's something that I obviously will will never regret. I think um, moving into college years, even uh, post college and even business school years, I I felt like I um, I got swept up in uh, letting the culture sort of dictate who I was in some ways Mm. um, where I would not, I did not invest heavily in, 
any sort of like devotionals, Bible study. I prayed when it suited me and for things that I hoped for, but not, I didn't have a, uh, a regular prayer life and, and one of a thanksgiving to God. So um, in those years, I felt probably the most lost spiritually. Wow. So even though I was hitting, you know, goals, like milestones and, and goals for my educational career and my professional career, um, I felt like I was taking many steps back spiritually. Wow. Um, and it wasn't until I moved to Texas and like literally being in the Bible Belt <laughs> yeah. and having so many resources at my disposal to invest in my prayer life and my spiritual life did I really do so. Wow. Well, I want to go back for a minute because this is this is great, Haji. I got to just jump back if I can a step for a minute. So now I've known you your entire life, right? Uh I don't think um, I've ever heard you talk about the bullying um, during your years, I guess, in, in public high school, I guess. Is that correct? Uh, elementary school. Element- oh, enough. wow. Elementary school. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. And I could tell even as you were talking about that, that it's a very emotional thing, right? And mm-hmm. uh, at least that's what it sounded to me like in your voice. And I, I just didn't realize that. And that at a young age, here you are reaching out uh, to the Lord in a way through prayer to get you through something that you knew you could not get yourself through. And mm-hmm. I find that um, amazing. So now I want to talk about uh, Texas uh, it just a little bit. But before we go to Texas, I want to, you know, when we talked the other day, you, you were saying, hey, I want to talk about this juxtaposition between uh, Christianity and Islam, Right. Or the juxtaposition, mm-hmm. I guess, of how you were raised. You know, your mom was a Christian and your dad was uh, Muslim. So they're, they're very two uh, different religions. And the reason I want to just talk about this for a minute, and then I want to go ahead and talk about what happened in the Bible Belt. Um, there's probably a lot of things that, um, there are a lot of things that I'll tell you that I don't know that I look up often. And some of our listeners uh, may not know um, as well. And so... And I say this with respect to all people, right? But there are some some really big differences. And I want to ask you, Hajia, a couple of questions. One, did you know of these differences at the time? And, and this is what helped you, you know, come and say, I'm going to choose Christ or, or not necessarily. And, the, and they may not be. But one, the Christian faith said, hey, Jesus died on the cross, right? Uh, the, the Islam... Uh, religion teaches that that Jesus was on the cross, but he didn't necessarily die uh, on the cross. It might have been possibly somebody else, and that's in the Quran in uh, Surah four one fifty seven. So it's a big difference. So because as a Christian, we know that Jesus's death on the cross is everything, right? He died for our sins, mm-hmm. and without it, there is no atonement, right? So that would be mm-hmm. a huge, it would nullify what we, we would think. So when we talk about night and day in terms of a religion, that, that would be one point. And mm-hmm. then another would be the 
Christian faith says, okay, Jesus is God. We believe in a triune God, right? We believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They're all separate, but they're all one. And But in Islam, they would say, okay, Jesus is a prophet that they respected. And I think you would have learned that. Is that correct? That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. And that would be, I think, somewhere in Sarah for 171 through 172. But, but if you go on to read, and this would be where, you know, a lot of times when people talk about one God, this is kind of what I point to. Um, they go on to say, hey, um, those who say that Allah is the Messiah, son of Mary, have certainly fallen into disbelief. So they're saying that, that and even though they do believe, I believe the Islam faith believes, though, that um, Jesus was uh, virgin born. But to believe in him is different. And then it just says, whoever associates others with Allah and worship surely will be forbidden in paradise by Allah. And the reason I'm just bringing out those two points to any of the believers out here when I'm talking about Jesus is the only way, and I know a lot of people say, well, you know, I just, I can't believe there's only one way. But in fact, that's exactly what Islam is saying. They're saying it's only one way, it's Allah. And if you put anybody else up there with him, you will not see paradise as they have it defined. So all of that to say, were either of those instrumental in you then saying, okay, I choose Jesus or not necessarily so, or it was just, you know, it was part of your journey that got you over into Christianity? Yeah, it was honestly a part, it, it was honestly a part of the, the journey that I had that brought me over to Christianity more so than the big differences in the tenets. And I think uh-huh. as I got older and like actually studied more, um, and like grounded myself more in the word, I truly understood those key differences, uh. but it was truly the the journey for me that, that led me to Christianity. And I would say, you know, when I, when I was interacting with, you know, my dad's side of the family and going to those, like going to Arabic school, I like everything that was done was actually done in Arabic. Mm. Um, not in English, not for my understanding. It felt like, you know, this is just the way to do it and you've got to figure it out (laughs) instead of really investing in my understanding, which was a a complete difference versus like my experience in Sunday school, for example, and how much care and time the teachers took in helping me just understand, um, and answer some of my key questions. So it was truly more of a journey thing for me um, than, than anything. Understand. Now, you said about uh, Sunday school, so you've got to tell our listeners, because you told me this, and I, I love it, that you had some key questions, and you were around five years old uh, with, with some of these questions. Now, I told you guys she went to Wharton, right? So that was a sign back when she was five by some of the questions you were asking. So tell our listeners that one of these questions, what you had asked the Sunday school teacher as a young girl. Oh, I, yeah, I remember. Um, so I remember asking Mrs. St. Holder, I was preparing to go on my first flight. I actually think it was to Chicago, if okay. I'm not mistaken, but uh, and I was nervous about it. And, you know, I asked her, I said, you know, I'm really, I'm really afraid about flying. You know, there are plane crashes and whatnot. And she said, 
well, you just need to put it into prayer. And I said, well, you know, what if I'm the only one on the plane praying for it to stay in the air (laughs) (laughs) and everyone else on the plane is praying for it to go down? How will God listen to me or will he listen to the other people on the flight? And uh, she she basically reaffirmed (laughs) that, you know, God listens when you when you pray so that gave me more comfort to to take on that excursion (laughs) so you went ahead and took the flight well i mean yeah (laughs) with my mom so yes i was gonna say at five Uh, you didn't have too much choice right exactly (laughs) okay so now i just love the story so thanks for sharing it and uh and to any of our listeners out there if you ever hear me and hajia running into each other it's because we're in the middle of a pandemic, so we're in different locations. So, so sometimes that happens with microphones or latency. But I want to um, then go and, and wrap up around um, you've moved to Texas now. And at that particular time, mm-hmm. you're, into, you're finished with uh, business school. Is that right? That's right. Okay, yep. yep. You finished business school. You've just moved to the Bible Belt tell us what happened. Yeah. So I ended up reconnecting with um, a couple of friends who I went to undergrad with who were originally from Dallas and had settled back there. And they uh, became a part of my spiritual community and um, introduced me to uh, Tony Evans's church, actually, that I really, really enjoyed. Oh, going yeah, to. like I like him a lot. Oh yeah, me too. Um, he is such a great teacher. Yeah, and um, in addition to that, they introduced me to some Bible studies, and I just felt um, this was maybe the first time in my adulthood that I had found really great teachers of the Word. Mm-hmm. Um, as you can imagine, like I think. Just being someone, I, I, I guess I would describe myself as like very logical. And so it's helpful to hear um, the word explained in a way that I think uh, just helps me understand and like put things together logically more so than like, for example, I tell people, like people who know me know that I can do or do without the praise and worship piece, but if the word is clear and gives me a greater understanding of, of, of the word to mm-hmm. me, that is what I seek from, from the church and from spiritual yes. leaders. And so I was introduced to g- great um, teachers of the word. And I just found myself in some ways, like falling in love all over again, to use my mom's like expression with, with God in, in that I began to truly dive into the word um, in ways that I hadn't before. And so that set me on a path to um, investing in in my spiritual understanding and journey mm. in ways that I hadn't before. Well, and see, that's, that's a good point because one, you've got to, you know, if you're looking to understand more of the word, it is important to be in a good Bible teaching church. And uh, mm-hmm. Tony Evans' church, he's a great teacher. Uh, and I would understand, too, why he would appeal to you because, you know, the institutional religion that uh, I talked about, you know, on the previous episode with your mom, 
is that's not going to work for you. That's not how you're made up. It's like, no, I have to know more. Yeah. I have questions <laughs> about, you know, how is the plane going to stay up, right? Exactly. <laughs> so exactly if, right. I'm, if I'm the only one brain. So, so, okay. So then I said this, that was the last question, but there's, there's one more. And then I'm going to read a couple of scriptures before I wrap up. But tell me this. Where are you now, Hajia, in your journey? So you went to the Bible Belt. You began to get these teachings. You began to understand the Word of God more. Did you begin to understand what else would you have understood more that you apply right now? Or what, where are you now in your journey? Yeah, I. Um, that's a great question. And I think um, right now I have a more consistent prayer life than I have ever had, mm. um, especially in my adulthood. Um, I'm really thankful to have a partner who is just as committed to having, you know, a strong spiritual life. And mm. so this is, you know, frankly, the maybe the second, but pr- my primary relationship that I've had where um, I pray, we pray together often and for each other, and for our families, which has been, um, like an incredible, you know, lesson to me in terms of like uh, making sure that everyone in your life is is supportive of your spiritual journey, inclusive of of your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would also say, you know, especially moving back to the DC area really recently, um, I have been very thoughtful about how I can continue to build community. Okay. Um, you know, in in Texas, it was my community that set me on this path and it's I think really important for me to make sure that I find a similar spiritual community and church home here now that I'm settling it so understand I am. and it's probably a little bit hard right now with a pandemic yes uh, <laughs> but you know you, there's plenty to choose from online right and I'm sure you can exactly. grab a Grab Tony Evans probably live on uh, Sunday online as well. So that, uh, you know, what I do know is this, Sajia, and we've talked about this before, that, um, you know, Christianity is uh, not a destination. It's a journey, right? And so, and, and what I mean by that, it's like, you know, you just never arrive somewhere. You're always seeking or searching or praying you know, that is how it is on this side of life. So anybody who's out there listening, again, the title of this um, episode is called Who Is Your God? And I came up with that uh, title because um, I knew that we were going to be talking about, you know, Hajia choosing between um, the Islam faith and, and the Christian faith. And again, it's not to you know, I I have no judgment or anything for what um, people choose. But I say this, you know, I believe in the Bible. I do believe that Jesus Christ is uh, the Son of God and the only way to get to heaven based on a a scripture. But I want to read two scriptures as we're closing. One is in Joshua. It's uh, chapter 24, 14 through 15. And I love this because Joshua is old and he's getting ready to die, and he brings all the Israelites together, and he wants to remind them um, all that God has done for him. So this is Old Testament. Jesus has not come on the scene yet. And he says, he says this. He said, um, hey, 
put away your idols that your ancestors worshipped. And then he says, serve the Lord alone, right? He says, but if you don't want to serve the Lord and you think it to be evil to serve the Lord, then choose ye this day who you will serve. And he says, but for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So Joshua was just making this demarcation that says, hey, you know, put away things that are just not right, things that are false. You know, God has proven over and over who he is, right? So he says, but hey, if you choose not to serve the Lord, if you think that's not great for you, hey, you do you, right? But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So he was being very clear in that uh, particular scripture. And then if we jump into the Old Testament in the book of John, which is one of my favorite uh, New Testament books, uh, John 14 and 6, right? Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life, and no one can come to the Father except through me. And so he's saying, you know what, there's one point of entry, uh, which is through Jesus to the Father. Now, the reason I read those is because there are different uh, religions out there that have different beliefs, but when we sign up to something, you know, when we say, yeah, I'm putting my name or my John Hancock on the dotted line that um, I'm signing up let's, for Christianity, these are, these are the foundational truths of the word of God. Uh, man can't change them. They're, they're the word of God. And that's why I love what Joshua said earlier. Hey, if you don't want to do it this way, that's okay. But as for me and my house, we will. And I love the Lord Jesus Christ, people. So I want to tell you guys that who is your God? My God is the Lord Jesus Christ, and I think he is absolutely awesome and absolutely wonderful. And Hagia, I know you're still on this journey, right? Because we just keep having incredible yeah. conversations. Um, and I think, you know, what I said earlier, which is fair statement, you're still learning. That's correct. And yeah, yeah it w and so am I. So, you know, if any of us says that we're not, then we're probably in a whole lot of trouble right? But that's what I, that's why I entitled the episode, Who is Your God? And, and what is it that we put our, our belief into? And so as I wrap up, I'm going to ask you, is there anything else, Hajia, you want to say or let, let our listeners know before we close out? I just want to, you know, express my gratitude to my mom. I think <sighs> you guys all heard her, um, her episode, she's been such an incredible um, force in my life in many ways. Yes. Um, and it was, it's just been, uh, I'm just so thankful for her guidance, her like continued investment in me, spiritually, educationally, everything. So mm. thank you, mom. Oh, that's awesome. So Wilda, there you have it. So to our, to our listeners today, there you have it. That is Wilda's daughter, Hajia. And I want to thank everybody for listening to Truth Love today. And we will catch you next time. And you know what? Actually, don't forget. Ask yourself this question, who is your God and why? That's an important question. Alrighty, everybody. Thank you. 
Thank you for joining us today on Truth Love, where our mission is always to speak God's truth in love as we follow Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life.